0: Echo is more than an utterance of a word. It's a cry. It's a wail. It's a gutted expression that goes far beyond the limits of any finite definition. Real words just don't capture what has happened to our own personal world. Echo. The moby can only say echo, one word. There is no words to express the destruction. And I say with our own destruction there is no words to express the pain, the grief. Only echo. Yet the word echo has a very interesting how you pronounce it. When all the Mauritian and Chava did the avera, so the Rubbanish Laram says Koila Hashem alakim Bagon. They heard the Koilah Bakadushvor, Hashem of Kim, the Zmidis Hadin, and the Zmidhis Harakamin. Bagon, he was going in the garden. So we touched it up as Bagon. In Ganeda. Va'yikra Hashem lekim al adom. Akreshbach who called again. Va'yikra Hashem lekim. Lubayni shalom midas harachamim. Lekim midas hadim. He called to adom. Vayemuloi ayeko. Where are you? Now, if you look in the sefer Torah without the vowels, it could be read as ayeko. Ayeko and echol go together. There are two ways to look at a destruction. You can look at it as echol. And you can look at it as the Riboy Nishloon being Halach Bagan. He's going in his garden, which today is Deidi, Yorah, Lagani. The came down to this world. And, he cr- and he's shouting out, ayeko where are you? And he's calling to you. And he's reaching out to you. And he's asking you, where are you? I want to have Kesha with you. You can take that calling of ayeko and use it as echo. But echo also means Ayeko. The famous story of a child who was once sitting by the window as his mother was davening and the wind was blowing through the cracks of the window, of the doors. And he says, I hear the Ribboni Shlogan talking. And then there was thunder and lightning. And he says, give a cook, take a look. The Ribboni Shlomo really loves me. He took a picture of me. There are two ways to look at it. You can look at it as a rainstorm. You can look at thunder and lightning. And you can look at it as taking the picture. There's the Eicha, the grief, the pain. But then there's the Ayakov. The Ribboni Shlomo is crying out to us. He wants our closeness. He wants us to get closer to Him. He's looking for us. He's sending us messages that we should get closer to Him. I come here tonight not as a Machanach, but as a parent who will share with you some of his own personal pain and perhaps share with you how myself and my wife internalized the call of Ko'il Hashem Saleh Bagam, the Ko'il of the Bilboim Logan that was going in the Gam and he cried out, Ayeko. Before I go further I'm not here to talk about how we go about dealing with what we call kids at risk which I don't call them kids at risk Ronnie Grumwald Grumwald has a has a different challenging I call them in pain and if those who are involved in it as the years went by, all you see is that they're in pain. How they react to that pain is a different matter. But these are children in pain. If anybody's in risk, it's us. We as parents are at risk. We don't know what kind of treatment to give. We haven't been taught, or we have been taught, because the Rabbi Islam gave it to us, so we naturally understand what we're supposed to do. But sometimes we make mistakes in how we give the medicine. We are at risk. They are in pain. And I want to share with you a story that I had in the beginning of my oldest son, the Bechir. I'm a father of 10 children. My oldest son was a Matsuyan. I'm not saying this as Aharim, it's Kadoshim. I was a Matsuyan as a child. When he was in fourth grade, his rabbi turned around to me and said to me, Zolstachem keno agol. And I'm sure you've heard all this before. I'm sure some of you have gone through it. Where the kids is a Metsuyan. I don't think he ever got a patch from a rabbi till he was seven years old. It was a hundred all the way through. And... In fact, he was my best friend. He was a smart kid. I could sit with him all night, schmoozing about problems in the shiva, different brocherim. He, he was my second-in-command, as they would say. Perhaps I grew him up too quick, I don't know. But besides the emotional part, there was also a friendship there. And there was also, we'd we would walk away saying that perhaps you were backstabbed. Your best friend turned on you. At the age of 19, he went to Ponovich. He was a mitsuyan. At the age of 19, him and four other Chevra from Ponovich packed out from all Chasm and threw away everything and became atheists. If you take a look on his Facebook, and it says, religion, it was written there, atheist. And this is a kid that knew Derech Hashem, nefesh Nefeshachayim. Mm-hmm. In fact, while my daughter was writing a thesis on Meshila Sishon for seminary, she had a shaila in the Meshila Sishon. This is already when he was sleeping at home and he was totally, totally fry. He walks out of the room and he pulls out Derek Hashem and opens it up and says, oh, here's your answer. It was very painful, but my wife turned out to me and said to me, Let's go and speak to Rabbi Uriza. Urizar wrote a book for H the Obama. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's a, it was brilliantly written on unconditional love. I'm sure we've all heard about it. And it's a very, very tough subject. What's called unconditional love. Does that mean you give up on all the other kids? Does that mean you make all other nine kids unhappy? Does that mean you keep him in their house because their daughters are embarrassed to bring their friends over? How does unconditional love mean? What about unconditional love for the other, for the rest of the family? It's something which is—I'm not going to go into it at this point. It's a very hard subject, and each parasha is a parasha of kinyan. But I want to give you, perhaps. A very interesting. So I walked into him and I said to him, I want to ask you a question. The Torah tells us that Abraham Avinu sent away Ishmael. He sent away Yishmoel. And when he sent away Ishmael, the Torah tells us that he sent him away with a maim, a and Rashi says, what does Rashi say? Rashi says, He didn't send him away with any money. He hated him. Because he went off the way. Now can you explain me? The Omadah of unconditional love. The Torah writes to them, and Rashi pulls out the Medrash, of all Medrashim to put into this puzzle. he pulls out this Medrash to tell us that Avraham Avinu had some sort of sinner, whatever that means on the Medrash of, 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 of Avraham Avinu, al I'm not here to answer the Rashi. But if any one of us had a, at one point had some time or felt some sort of hate, or not understanding, and feeling guilt, you're in good company. What chat? I don't know. We're not talking about sending him off on a trip to Israel, or he can do cold, uh, you can do whatever you want. We're talking about he's sending him away from home, giving some money to start off a life, to start off a business, to start off something. What does that word mean? literal translations and I'm sure all of us at one point or other there was some sort of scared to use the word sinner but it's there and we walk around with feeling very guilt and we walk around as mothers feeling very guilty that we bichlal thought along those lines you're in good company number two Before, as time went along, I sat down with my wife and I said two things. First thing is, never look back. That's the first you say. If you want to keep your mind at rest, if you want to be able to function as a loving mother and a happy mother to the rest of your kids, never look back. We never make mistakes. What I mean to say we never made mistakes? The Rebunish Hashem gave us a matana. This matana, we have to do as best as we can. There's no such thing as mistakes. Unless we did something very stupid. In the big picture, there's no mistakes. We tried our best, we tried this way, we tried that way, we tried this, we tried that. This rob set tells me to do this. This speaker tells me to do this. We try everything we not looking back. Don't ever look back. Two, I made another decision. The kids don't have to know about it. What I mean to say is the kids don't have to know about it. They don't have to know what your pain is. They don't have to know that you're unhappy. Here and there they might see you break down in different situations. But in the big picture, the house has to continue as if nothing ever happened. And we have to function as 100% as if everything was normal. It's not easy, but let me tell you, I'm telling you this from experience, that the kids, when they see this, it helps them get over a lot of the pain that they're also going through. Brothers and sisters also go through embarrassing times. Brothers and sisters are embarrassed to say where their brother is not learning. Brothers and sisters sometimes can't bring home friends because their brother is just going around the house looking like a and kind of <laughs> <laughs> They're embarrassed. They don't bring home their friends. My daughter, for two years, three years, came out didn't bring home friends to the house. It wasn't easy for her. In fact, my son-in-law told me that the whole Sheva brothels, all she spoke about was the scars that her brother caused, the pain that she went through in her best years of not being able to function 100% and not being able to tell her friends where her brother does learn or doesn't learn. It's not easy. But if the house is happy and the mother and the father are above it, Makes a big, big difference. Three, I want to talk about Nakuda, which perhaps is soul searching. It might be hurtful, but I think if I bring these points to the surface, Perhaps we will be more objective in how to deal with the situation. Because sometimes we are blinded by our own ideas. Rightly so. We all have ideas. But these thoughts sometimes cloud our decision in how we, how we react to our child's pain. One of the most difficult times as a parent, or as a mother, in this whole experience of feeling the koel Hashem is Halech Bagan, in this experience of understanding that the Rabbi Yisraelim is saying, Ayeko, is the embarrassment of sitting by a PTA and your next door the lady sitting next to you tells you, Oh my son just came back from his Srol, oh, oh Hashem, he's gone into the freezer. <laughs> and we'll be in the same school. Oh, so where's your son learning? And you bite your lips. And it happens over and over and over again. And it's something that we live with twenty four seven. Forget about the personal pain. But this is something which nobody even talks about. I've yet to hear a Machanach get up and talk about this Nakuddha. I hold this probably one of the most important Nakuddhas in the whole picture. Because if we can get past this, then we won't be so clouded and we'll be able to think straight. As Revolpa once said, children were not given to give parents cover children were given as a picodon from the Ribbonish Nishleilong to do the job that the Reboi wants us to do. Sometimes the job is easier than others. Sometimes the job is that we get paid on time, which means we might have nachas straight away. And sometimes we get paid later. The check (laughs) bounced. You get it later. But we will get paid. But it's not here for cult. When we all got married, including myself, we all that had this dream of having this beautiful Toyodika house. We give the right TLC, if you know what that means, tender love and care. We have the balance. We sent it to the right schools. We had the right rebellion, etc, etc, etc. Some went through the system with no pain or with enough pain that they could overcome the pain. And then suddenly we get stuck with one who's very in pain. And as we face this, this dilemma, what hits us the first time, if I may say it, is our personal gever And I'm talking from experience. I'm not embarrassed to talk about it. We all, all we all have a certain pride and gever and that's the hardest thing to swallow. The Chaim used to say, everybody walks around the world that there's such a thing as a chevrah of stabs. There's a Khevra that died, but it's not, it's not Nagir to me. And I turned down to Ramat today, and I said to him, and we all walk around thinking that there's a Khevra who have children at risk or at pain. But it's not Nagir to us. And when it hits home, it's a waking up call. Wow, in my house, in my beautiful Peredika house, this is what's going on? other people have it other people who don't know how to go about bringing up children they don't have the right Messiah or they sent it not to the right Chadorim I sent to Alakal's Chadorim and my girls went to Alakal's schools and who knows what let me let you into a little secret when my son went to Ponovich, my daughter then in Hadash I don't know if you know what Hadash is but it's what we call the equivalent in of America saying like that my son sure and my daughter is a top student in BJJ and this is the dream of every Teradika house and when it comes to Shidduchim the phone won't stop as soon as he comes home my wife made a comment to me Wow, look, look what's going on. Not that we go, not that we down, go down that area, or down that road, but in Etz Yisrael, Boch and Ponovich, the building chadash, like, couldn't, couldn't get better. What could be better, better on the resume for Shiduchi? But Eichel, the had a different plan. It was Alas, but it was also Anayeko. The Reboim Shleilam from Ponavish went downhill, which means throwing away everything. I'm talking about Yom Kippur, Shabbos, Mm -hmm. to joining the Israeli army, to living with a girlfriend, to the point that I nearly lost my second son. Today, Baruch Hashem, Siyatot Yishmaya Merubah, today is a Ben Torah. I'll tell you the story because perhaps one of you will perhaps learn from it. When he went to Yeshiv now because he was a roommate with my son, my oldest son, he didn't believe that in Yeshiv you could ever be happy. He didn't know the Musa that you could actually can be happy in Yeshiv All he heard was negativity, which at that point I didn't realize how bad it was for my oldest. I don't label them, but he was a wild kid, Bo Hashem. Most wild kids have a big future ahead of them, as long as you know how to control their wildness while they're growing up. But most wild kids, at the end of the day, that says to be Choshu B'nai Torah. And I called up Machana Chimishalayim, and I said to him, I need a yeshivah tana for my kid, well, you could say he's ADD, you could say he's wild, but I need a yeshiva katana where the Rosh Hashiva is not the bala boss. He says, why? I said, because if the Rosh is the bala boss, and I know my son, when he gets up to shtick, the Rosh is going to throw him up because he spoke oh, my yeshiva. I need a Rosh Hashiva who's not the boss, and therefore doesn't really think about the yeshiva, he might actually think about the neshamah of the child. Bit sharp, but we have to hear it. And Boch Hashem, he lasted by a string through three years of Yeshiv He had the mashkiach, who was willing to go with his Meshigasen. What I mean Meshigasen is that the kid at the age of 14, he already camped out before Lagba Ema with his tent in Miran, You've got to be a bit more open-minded to handle that in the Yeshiva box. But Hashem, he managed to get through. He went to Yeshiva Yedailah, and after that month they threw him out because he missed the first aid, and he got up late, and put up a Okay, he went back. By Chanukah, first Jebe I got the hard that. He's starting to mix with the Hebra that I'm not learning too much. But they're all Yeshivish, they're all white shirts. But we'll go to the malls in the afternoon. We'll go to watch a movie here and there. So I got nervous. And I called him and I said to him, I want you to go to a yeshiva called Rashi. Rashi is a yeshiva for Israelis. You could say, I don't know if you know what Levaria is. But it's it's like, it's one of these yeshivas that probably start davening at 9 o'clock in the morning, Say that it's for two hours, it's more relaxed, and if you miss, it's not the end of the world. And I said to him, I want you to go to Rashi. He says, Abba, Abba, I'm going to leave Oilam HaTayra. I said, there is no Oilam HaTayra. You have to be an El and If this takes, is this what it takes to be an El Kha'id, you're going down that road. I don't care, I'm not interested in a Yeshiv kid versus a shaykh. She says, but they dress differently it's cotton pants it's this, it's that I said no problem I pulled out my pocket 2,000 shekel and I said don't buy yourself clothes it really doesn't bother me hat, not a hat you, you've got to be an el you've got to have the right hashed office. and if you stay in these yeshivas you're going to fall till one day you'll be on the other side of the fence I said one is enough I do two kabons. So he went over there. Did he learn the greatest at the beginning? No. He picked up Hashkofer. Today, at age 20, they asked him to go to Bedichov, Hanukkah for young Israelis of 16, 17, who they took out the Metislaw before they go off. So they opened up a yeshiva in Bedichov, which is in the middle of nowhere they asked him to come as a mashpiyah. That's why he's holding today. Baruch Hashem. But when your wife goes to a PTA, or your resume, your first son is in the army, your second son is in Yeshiva's Rashi, you're a dysfunctional family. <laughs> what kind of shidduchim are you going to get? How do you tell your friends where your kids are, or where they're not? and I sat down with her and I said to her my daughter is starting we're going to hear notes from certain families mm-hmm. I'm quite right here. but if you know the K'ol Hashem mm-hmm. of ayeko, that means the has his ways of saying that Shiloh is not for you then it's not for you mm-hmm. if we live with the bitochan and the Amunah that the Rebbein is saving you and telling you who's yen yeah and who's not no problem. I'll be very honest with you. Bo Hashem, the second boy she married, he was unbelievable. Choshiba Bocha, kulei kulei taylor. And I turned on to my mother and I said, Can I ask you a question? How did you do the you know? okay. Shaddah? <laughs> so he said to me, Kasha. he says, When I went to inquire about the family, he said, I, w- I asked one question. Was there a fight between father and son? What was the kesha between father and son? And he heard that the kesha was unbelievable and that we held his hand all the way through. So he said, if that's the case, and it can happen to anybody. What's the big deal?" sure. I told my wife, don't get disheartened. You're going to hit the no. but ve'ha-shem. Those who love, the Yerba who loves, ye'chiche. There's a certain techocha that's been given to us. That the loves us because he wants us to change. He wants us to get closer to him. He wants us to live with him more than we've been living with him till now. He wants us to turn around and say... My other eight, nine kids that I was matzleach with wasn't my hatzlocher. That was a matzleman ashramayim. Has nothing to do with me. The one that's in pain, that's the ribaynishlein telling me, I've got to change. I've got to swallow my Gaiva, I've got to get closer to him. I've got to live with the ribaynishlein more. I've got to have bitochem. We shall be <inaudible> in America. We was la noche no más. Abraham Venezoleneche of and Eva. Of the Bani Israel amongst us wants the life Nishba the Nitke, el Archimedes. He wants us, the Oyeva Hashem, the Bunchon loves us. That's what we've got to walk around with. That is our way Hashem. The Khazanish, a lady once came into the Chazanish and said to the Chazanish, she started talking about all her Tzarus. And the Chazanish says, Bor Hashem, you're on the front page by the Rabbi Nishleilam. Imagine if you'd be on the back page and you wouldn't have any Tzarus, you wouldn't even be looking at you. Here the Rabbi Nishleilam is looking at us. And the Rabbi Yishlaya wants the Leib Nishba. Not everybody gets this message. Not everybody has this opportunity of changing at an age when we think that we've already made it. At an age where our yachas of bin adam is not really going to change. Our yachas to ourselves, to our other people, how we become more sensitive to other people's feelings because of what we're going through. This is what the Rabbi Yishlam wanted from us. If we take this message and we're not clouded by our personal giver of how how we're going to deal with the outside world, how do we go out onto the world with our resume, then perhaps we will start understanding the pain that the child goes through. There's another problem that we all have. We look around, and rightly so, we look around and we see, according to the book, which the world had, Mutlachtike kinder. And yet you see mishpachos around America, who on paper basically did everything wrong. There's open internet, there's television in the old days, today you don't need television the sneers in the house wasn't the greatest and yet every child turns out one better than the other and we look around and we say what is going on here it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense and this is another bitterness that we carry with us that we sh- that, that flows over onto the child. And the truth is, this is our Nisoyim. This is part of the Nisoyim. The Nisoyim is the Rebbein Yisrael and no kid is the world. There are no fixed rules. That, that they have good kids has nothing to do with them, the same way as you have good kids and it has nothing to do with you. Don't take compliments for the good things and don't take the blame for the bad things. It's all the And this is part of our Nisoyen of understanding. It's an echo, It's a cry. But it's also Ayyeko. It's the Reba giving us, telling us, you know, you hit the age of 30, 40, 50 and we feel, you know, we made it through life. We understand. we Everybody on their on madrigal. Let's call a spade a spade. And here the Zubayn Shleilam comes with a left left hook and breaks us. Breaks us down. You know what? I'll give you one more chance to get closer to me. To break that gaiva. To become more sensitive. To get the ben al better. The Rabbani Shlilam wants us to break that anachiyas, the zich. He wants us to break the onechius, that when we say anachiy Hashem alekech, there's only one onechi. and it's not me. anachiy ho'eimid beini beinchos at the Kotzke River. There's the anachiy, what stops, what stands between me and the Rabbani Shleilam? It's onechi. it's the me, I am, I did. This breaks our Oneichi, this makes us closer to the one Oneichi Hashem Aletecha. I want to read out to you a letter that was written by a Yiddish mother, a letter that was written by a Yiddish mother to her son, which wasn't given to her son. The letter happens to be my wife's letter. The story goes like this. Last sukkahs, last, before sukkahs, I was a and my daughter, my first grandchild, was born. So my wife called up my son, asked him, and my daughter turned around to my wife and said, Do me a favor, tell him not to turn up. Mitten mail. His girlfriend, because a lot of these kids want to sort of test you and tell you you've got to accept us for who we are, you know, open-minded. Everybody knows the whole nine yards. So my wife called him up and said, "Do me a favor, don't visit my daughter with your girlfriend." And he said, "Why not?" Why well, you got to accept me for who I am? Now, you have to understand historical history over here. My youngest children don't even know that my oldest is not Atenderach. They still think he's learning in the mirror. When he was in the army, I made up with him, you can come home whenever you want, but you can't come home with big dates of life. Not because I'm, I'm not with you, but I... And that he understood. The only time I said no to him was when he wanted to come for Seder night. He might disagree with me. He might agree with me. He wanted to come for Seder night. And I said, I can't have you for Seder night. I don't feel comfortable talking about a Munna, Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, he Yamsuk, Yitachem, Matan Teira. Well, you don't believe it ever happened. So, it's partially not comfortable. So do me the favor. It was Kumanafa. Uh, so that no problem. Don't you You can say I'm wrong. You can say I'm right. We'll never know. Anyway, my wife told him, "I'm willing to accept you, but I'm not willing to accept high-be-crisis. I turned around to my son as soon as she said it, and I said, "You watch. This is going to be a big one. I give you a bet. It's going to be on Facebook." Anyway, he got Varagus and he didn't turn up for the Bris. But I was waiting for something on Facebook to turn up. I don't have a computer at home. But Hejoist, that he knows, that there's a lot of Botham that know him from the old days. So he's connected with a lot of Levaria boys and they're all friends of what they call on the Facebook. I'm sure nobody knows here what Facebook is. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Erev Yom Kippur, I get a phone call and I knew, I said, were you on Facebook today? I didn't even ask. So he said, yeah, what's going on? What's this letter? It was a letter to his mother, cursing her out. It was a letter, and you're talking about Bachar 24, he's a brilliant writer, and he wrote very sharp, about the old generation who were willing to give up to burn their children like the Arabs are willing to give up their kids for their religion. and Today we are willing to give up our kids emotions for their religion. And it went on and on and this is after my wife has never ever said a word talking about sending a taxi a week before with food for Shabbos etc etc the only time, I mean, Lashfus, he was by Aspiliyam, so I called him up and told him to And I told my wife, "He watched two o'clock in the morning, he's gonna turn up in the base of Madrash. And he did. And Bachman came over to me afterwards and told, spoke to him and learning, they said that it took him about five minutes to get back into it, he's rusty. They're not bad. Abba it. there's nothing to talk about. So I and Yom Kippur, this is Erev Yom I read the letter. Now, it couldn't be a better ayako than to walk into Yom Kippur with such a letter. Couldn't have been, the couldn't have been a bigger balfezer than giving you this letter, where the whole world is talking about it, and everybody sees it. Like what's going on with the rabbi's son over here? I mean, this is a letter telling his mother exactly where to go and saying goodbye. So I told her, motzi Yom Kippur, I said, I want you to sit down and write a letter, but we're not going to put it on Facebook. We're not going down to that level. But for yourself, it's a Mordecai letter. I want to read it out to you. You'll understand the Yiddish in There is a Brit over here. Whatever you don't understand, tell me. Who the Rosh v'iskabel b'chiyuch. With a smile. Plenty bags of food. V'harbe a'ava ima. A lot of love of a mother, but a lamrot. Even so, shallev shalaima shotet down, even though the heart of his mother is pouring blood. Valiba nishbar bekirbo, lada to know shaben yakir d'har. Wonderful son, lo yevorich al ha'ochel. Lada shaben yakir yichalil et ha'chag. V'lam rotzot. Even so, v'afalak kol, even on everything above everything, he mechayechet. She smiles. him, miira ponim. He She gives him miyetav machalei from the best of our food. Rach bakasha achat haytal levena. Only one bakasha she had to her son. Al tevake perik cholim neged hadat. Don't go to the hospital against our Yiddishkeit. Negat kol teuruk But doyres mosu in moist nafsum Hashem. Throughout the generations, mothers have been moist nefesh to Hashem al kutsi shal yud. Koftsu the teuch noris mushlogim. They jumped into Snowed freezing cold, rivers, litvoil, lichyois high issues by Kdushu Vatahara, to live a high issues of Kdush on Tahara. Mosu Nefesh Altaharas a base yeahudi. The woman nefesh on Taharas base Yehudi. Upiru shalimira Kidesh Oeba na al Yaragva al Yavo Al Gibul Arois Baanachnu we should give back into this. The the nokir, we should be Mahabbadid as well. Woe is to the Ais that hear this. Ben that you gave me such a child, Kolkah who is so talented. Sha'a with Shayorab Slachli machali kapali. Hacheshes had gulala ancho yisrobim haira. The yeda kopou ki ato pa'utu. My brohet to everyone is there is no answer. There is no answer. There's hundreds of different ways of going about it. But the first thing that we have to know before we even step forward, we have to go with a tremendous emunah and bithochem. Ba'oyeva Yashem Yichicham Yenbal loves us. And he's sending us a message. It's Koilashem Is Halech Bagan. Ribbon came down, David Yorad Lagani. He came down to the to his garden and he picked us all out. And he sent us messages at middle age or younger, when we're ready to take nachas, when we think that we're finished products. When we think that we have the greatest shalom bias, and it comes to a point where even my shalom bias is on the rocks because we disagree how to affect it, how to deal with it. And yet, when we go with the Ribbul shalolam hand in hand, shalom bias is not a problem our own guy is not a problem our PTAs and our Brisson and our Chasnas that we meet is not a problem yes, the Rebbein Islam sent me a pecodon that I have to work with that I have to live with the Rebbein wanted to break me in order that I should get closer I was Zeich that that you are Matzliach has nothing to do with you there's nothing to be jealous about. Asha <laughs> The Goin writes, Eizeh Asha HaSameach Bechalkoi is going on Rukhli. It's going on Rukhli. We all want to be something else even in Rukhli. And the he says, no, 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 no. This is where you're holding, this is what your tafid is. You're not supposed to be the god Lado, or you are the god Lado, you might be the god Lado. This is your pachlitz. That simcha, that this is my chelik in Ruchnius, will help us to get through the pain. Nobody takes it away. There's an echa over here that there's no words to explain. The pain. And we live with it day in, day out. Live with it day in, day out. Say by night this year, A have of six daughters and four boys. At the end, the three boys stood up and danced. And my wife's sitting there crying, Abu Zaserta. Washing up the dishes, Eref Kesach. Where is he? Five, ten years ago, he was up to the seeking with me, casting the kitchen, changing over. He ran the house. He took care of everything. Where is he? Day in, day out, there's there to remind you. It's there. I don't know if you all have the special tefillas that you can say by Shivani. I don't have it with me. But I say it every day, three times a day. There's a special tefillah that Arizal gave. I say it two times a day, the because of the children. And I'll tell you something else. I also say in Rafa'enu, because it's Rafa's Hanefesh. Because a lot of these kids are in, so in pain, a lot of these kids, it's emotional pain. In fact, I'll tell you a story. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Chalban. One of these fathers from the Somebody once slept me along. I'm not a great believer in it, but you slept me along. Come, see what it's all about. And I handed in the name. And he looked at it and he said straight out, Zenafshi. It's an emotional problem. He needs help. I sent him to a psychologist at 1819 before he went to the army. In fact, when he was 18, still sitting in Ponlevitch, I said, go to the army now. Because when you will go, you might be going in a different way. Go now. And then we sent him to yeshiva that deal with it, some of his pain. And he said, Abba, do you mind if I go to such a yeshiva? I said, why not? It's past, yeshiva. past, yeshiva. I'm not in the picture. Doesn't make a difference, it's not negaya. Whatever's best for you, that's what's going to be done. I don't live with the world. This is what Ribbonishthon sent me, this is what we're going to live with. This is what Ribbonishthon is sending another message. You, you, you've got to swallow your geiba again. It's painful. It's painful, nobody's taking it away. It will take away the cloudiness. A lot of times we make decisions, and I see it a lot of times with parents. In fact, at first, my wife said to me, perhaps Rebway sent it to us because you've been working 15, 20 years with kids at pain. Perhaps Rebway Shlom wants to tell you that you've got to feel it even more. Which could also be true. And today, when mothers speak to me, it's on a different league, it's a different level. I can cry with them. It's a different league. Perhaps I'm more understanding, but this is all part of what the Rebbeinu Shloulan has in mind for us. He wants us to stay. He wants us to come closer, and as we come closer to the Rebbeinu we'll have that clarity of what the right thing is to do and what's wrong to do. But to come along and talk about unconditional love, conditional, you should do this, twisted parenting, twisted child, twisted this, twisted that. I'm not here to talk about it. Each case is different. There is no cloud. But one thing for sure, nobody made a mistake. What we do weiter, we have pachir. But what happened, never look back. Never look back. There's no looking back saying, if I would have sent him to this and this school, if I would have this, and if I... There's no if. That's a chisan in That means you're not running your life with the Ribbaya We're here to be machazik each other to get closer to the Ribaya Take away that cloudiness of our own middas that cloud our hook. And we should all be to the he should always our bond.